It's time to gather together. Hi there, I'm Yelta, and I'll be buying the first round while we chat about Final Fantasy XIV. This is episode 157. Pull up a chair and join us. On the menu tonight, announcing two upcoming collaborations with work to game and Moogle Go Round Radio. EU Data Center Expansion Maintenance is April 1st and 2nd. The Wolves Den 9, the EU PvP Stream Archive is up. Join us at PAX East 2019. Duty Commenced Episode 28, Archive Now Available. Updated details for the Fan Festival 2019 in Tokyo. Recommencement of automatic demolition on Aether slash Primal data centers. Patch 4.5, a Requiem for Heroes special site updated. We have some developers blog. We've got some fan tweets and fan mail. But first, what has been going on this week? Hey, Ruby. Hey, what's up, Yalta? What is up? Uh, not a lot. I've got my whiskey. I've got my water. I'm in a good place right now. I'm between jobs right now. <laughs> but it gives me more time to play Final Fantasy fourteen. So it's good. Um, well, so, uh, what did I do this week? I played, because I had time. When I say I'm between jobs, what I mean is I start a new job next week, so I'm not completely out of work. But I really do have a whole week that I can play 14 and kind of goof around. I'm doing, like, real-life stuff, too. I'm trying to get my life in order. Uh, you know, it's time to inspect the car and, and do taxes and, and that kind of stuff. But, uh, in the meantime, I do have some time to play and I've been doing, um, just some kind of catch up stuff, like not really anything, uh, major. Um, I wanted to join you guys and I know you'll talk about it soon about the 04S clears. That seems to be a weekly thing. And I think I'll be joining this, this upcoming weekend. Uh, but until then I've been working on kind of. Really, Astrologian was number one. Like, I was trying to practice and do a lot more Astrologian. Uh, I just, I wanted to kind of get back into healing. And I was not necessarily bored with White Mage, but everybody plays White Mage, so I wanted to do something a little different. Plus, my Astrologian was kind of my second healer, but I still had not done a lot with it in some time. And I know I talked about this last week, but I've been playing it a lot more. When I'm doing Experts, I've been doing Astrologian. I've been feeling good about the way I've been playing it. So I think I've got the gear around like the 375 mark. And I'm going to start putting a lot more tomes into it. But I just want to finish off a few things with my caster gear first. So I upgraded my caster gear to 391. Um, I bought, I think, hands this week. And this upcoming week, which starts today, I'll be buying a head and upgrading it. Um, I ran my Orbon today. It went well. Ran it on Bard. I was yeah, I licked my finger, put it in the air, and I was second <laughs> highest DPS in my party. Nice. And that's on a job that I am very, very bad on, I I think. Um, but I still didn't get any drops. And, and I've – I know we had this debate months and months and months ago whenever – Yoshida in his infinite wisdom decided that you should run the 24 man raids on your main and everybody should be able to greed any any gear or whatever the problem was. Oh, it was yeah, it was weird. He was gonna ch- he ch- he changed it so you couldn't I don't remember now. Yeah, oh. it was you could greed. It was greed only. It was greed only. See, yeah, we 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 said no. No. No, no, no. So I'm still trying to run it on a job that I need gear on, right? Because that was the point. Like he wanted Mm -hmm. people to run it on their mains and then just greed for the gear they wanted. So it would be easier for everybody. And we said, no, we we like practicing on our secondary or tertiary jobs. 
and trying to get better gear. So therefore, the 24 mans should be kind of easy, right? A little. Mm-hmm. Um, so I ran it on Bard again. I didn't do too shabby. But it just – I have not seen that body piece for uh, ranged yet. No. I have not seen the piece of gear that um, uh, my homeboy um, – what's his name? Gunslinger from Final Fantasy Twelve. Whatever. Um, I can't. I, I. I'm not getting his gear, and it's it's pissing me off. So I need I need that sexy gear. Um, I can think of Gideon Emery. I just can't think of the character. Anyway, Balthier. Oh yeah, Balthier. And um, I need that gear, dude. I need. I saw somebody. <laughs> I I looked at somebody's gear the other day, and I saw the handpiece, and I was like, "What the hell is that?" And then I realized it says those colorful bangles that Balthier wears and uh I was like I haven't seen that drop either <laughs> I've seen the feet drop and I've seen the belt drop and One that's it belts everywhere belts. world of double, belts double belt drops in every other chest let me tell you I should run ninja because all <laughs> I ever see is ninja gear drop from a 24-man raid every turn Every fight, one piece of ninja gear drops. It is ridiculous. Maybe it's just my luck, but my god, if I was a ninja, I'd be I'd be decked out to the nines. Anyway, <laughs> fuck you, twenty four man raid. Yoha, Yora, whatever, Nero, whatever it's called, better be better. Anyway, whatever. <laughs> Moving on. Uh, I capped. We helped people this week. I did some experts. We did an expert with somebody, or we needed somebody needed a gimlet or something like that. Yeah, or maybe so, that was somebody. Re- somebody returning needed gimlet dark last night, mm-hmm. and then after that, we went on and did uh, normal Alpha raids Escape. for Eva. Mm-hmm. That was a good time. I had not run uh, Alpha Escape in a while. Um, fucking Larbert Starbird still got me. <laughs> Son of a bitch. Everything else was fine. Uh, but it was fun. It was fun to do that again. You know, I I would go back in there more often, but competing with everybody and their mom uh, for the greed only, it's the same thing as that 24-man raid Yoshida tried to pull. It's just, it just makes it so much shittier. Like when it was weekly, you know, you could just keep running until you got yours and it was fine. And then finally the well kind of dried up and people weren't stealing all the gear. But now if you run it, you're just constantly running it trying to get something it i i mean i guess it's good on one hand it's bad on another and you know whatever but it just makes it it makes it shitty sometimes to try to fight for gear mm-hmm. I, I hate that feeling or something so. you really want drops and oh there's three other casters in the party so yeah and and it's really it's my healers and my range that could really use those accessories and so it would just take me running oh uh, what is it? Oh nine and oh ten, uh, constantly, repeatedly to get that. And I could do it. I just don't want it to. That's <laughs> fucking lazy of me. But it's like <laughs> I just don't want to put up with it. Well, just keep doing well, that. I hate that whole system because only half the party gets any rewards, and that's okay. I always felt like you know we used to run savages, and you, it, you had two chests or whatever, and. We went with a set, so we always had, uh, you know, we used Suicide Kings. In fact, mm-hmm. we used two Suicide Kings lists, one for needs and one for wants. 
mm-hmm. right? Your main job and anything else. And uh, but you, when you're running with, especially right now, you're running and it's unlocked. Un, you know, you can run as many times as you want and get as many drops as you want. But but that means everyone else is needing everything too. So it's mm-hmm. it, it's almost harder to get your bit. Like, I don't know. It's like it's it's harder to get a pedal now, I feel like. Yeah. It's it just takes more effort, and it, you could just spend all day trying to get it, and everybody out out greed you, and it's just it's a terrible feeling. So maybe one of these days I'll want to do it, and then one of these days I'm going to want to do uh, Sarah UEX mm-hmm. and get those weapons because that, that at least has a token system, and I can you know maybe buy weapons. Can you buy weapons with the to- totems? Yep. Yeah, so I mean that there's at least something to that if you don't get what you want. I guess the totem system would somewhat kill a normal, normal uh, Omega runs because then nobody would run it eventually. But you know, yeah, he'd burn through them fast enough. Yeah, nobody would want to do that anymore. But there's still stuff to do. Uh, you know, we're still doing again the uh, the O4S thing. Uh, another week of that will be coming up, and then there's there's as much as we say the vast wasteland. There's still Eureka stuff to do. So. We're not quite out of things to do yet, and plus we have a patch coming with a patch date that we know of. We'll be announcing that tonight. So, uh, yeah, life is good, but uh, that's really it for me, a kind of a short week. What about you, Yelta? Uh, I got real quiet because you mentioned you had a drink, and I had to quick pour one. Oh, so my God. I wonder yeah. why you stepped away. Yeah. I was like, Yeah, uh, I got crickets. real quiet. I, like, muted myself. I'm like, I'm pouring my drink. I should just left the mic open so our listeners would know. Yeah, so we could hear the, yeah. the bottle so, pouring out. Yeah. What yeah. are you drinking? <laughs> I'm drinking uh, at okay, – I got rum and Mountain Dew, which sounds disgusting, but I really like it. Yeah, I actually like rum and Mountain Dew. No Doritos in Mountain Dew? I don't have any Doritos. I have some Tostito okay. chips here, but I'm not going to eat those when I'm talking. <laughs> Let me get some loud candy wrappers. Oh boy. No, uh I I played on and off quite a bit this week too. I did I think I did one one map party. Uh winning and it wasn't the luckiest map party ever, but I think it was also the fact that not everybody in the map party had gazelle skin maps, so we were doing some lower level maps so you don't get mm. portals. And uh they also didn't have all the zones unlocked, so we had to kind of like do the ones for the zone she had, and then she jumped out. It, it was fine because it was a lock. It wasn't like a party finder group, right? It wasn't like you go in expecting everybody to have it. We knew as we were joining the group that it, you know, one person, we're not going to be able to do the maps, you know, normally as we would. Uh, but uh, after she left, we did the rest of the maps. And then it, and then it, then it felt a little luckier, right? So uh, so that was good. No, I didn't get anything exciting. We didn't make it to the bottom of anything, but it was still a good time. Uh, I think I sat up and chatted with Kohede until the wee hours of the morning. So <laughs> it was a good time. And then on, was it Saturday? They were doing O4S. I think it, or whatever day it was, because I logged in and I wasn't going to do it because I didn't think I was going to be here. Uh, I logged in and, and get an invite to go to O4S, and I was not mentally prepared for that. But we still cleared a couple times, um, and then uh, it was a clear was a clear for at least one person, I think, also. So uh, you know, we didn't really get the farming down, but uh, you know, you sometimes have to burn through. Oh, we burned through a tank we kicked the night before again, or something. I can't remember. There was more more of that stuff to be like. 
I recognize that name, and they were terrible, but we were like, well, we'll give it a try. Mm-hmm. But uh, then we popped into Unbinding Coil just to die horribly to Twintanya, just because you got her, right? <laughs> but uh, no, I, I leveled Samurai somewhere. I think I'm 60, I don't remember, four or something, seven, I don't remember. I don't remember now, uh, but I've been doing a lot of samurai. And then when like a lot of the cross world link shell people are still running like Praetorium and stuff, well, now that I'm sixty, I can actually take a damage dealer into that, and we can, and still find a matching group. Oh, I think I did. A, I think I did a, a wondrous tales, and I did actually. I think I did. Somebody needed someone to pop into the newest PvP. I didn't get into their group, but um, uh, I did. I did drive. I'm trying to think. No, I never drove a robot around, but I, I think I did all right. I went down and got the little things to fuel it. And oh, nice! Only got we got to bring that times. back. We did it a couple of times. Yeah, yeah. I dropped the go. ball. Someone's like, we should do that more, and I'm like, okay. And then I never like scheduled anything. So. That would be something to keep us going. I still I still need stuff from in there, so I gotta do it, right? But that was pretty much my week. Nothing too super impressive. I did think I well oh, oh no, this was funny. I think a bunch of us I was pretty trashed by then, but uh I I did some stuff and then Bell Dandy, was it Taja? And Kohede were like farming Sophia for beads. And then I'm like, oh, I'll go with you. Oh, I just died over and over again. But it doesn't matter because you only need like three people to cl- to farm it now. <laughs> but it was fun anyway just to sit and chat and, and, and do some old content and to remember it. Because holy shit, it's like I don't remember how the fight works anymore. But yeah, that's how I get. I start getting forgetful about old stuff like you guys were talking about doing uh, 04S. And when I was kind of gearing up to think about doing it before we watched a movie um (laughs) i was reading the guide and i was like oh i forgot that was in there oh i forgot that was in there forgot that was oh my god there's a lot of shit in this fight a lot of mechanics and a lot of well and, and i've always had a real block in my brain about that fight but then especially now going with people who knew it even less than me so, like, I would do it right, and then they would do it wrong, but I actually didn't mind if we wiped and do it back, because I'm still still getting pretty comfortable with really only worry about the three different mechanics you have to worry about or whatever, especially there towards the end. I still don't know what to do. Once he still does those three in a row, I, I don't know how to resolve them. Mm-hmm. I should go watch a video before we do that again. But uh, up until that point now, I'm, like, pretty comfortable. I'm like, you know, die if you need to die, stand here if you have this marker, stand here if you have that marker, run to the middle. And Bell Dandy's always calling it out. He's like, now run to the middle, dodge to the left, follow the pedal to the middle. <laughs> so it's good. It's a, it's a good time. And I need that mount, right? So it was, I think we got, we cleared it twice and that one drops a mount every time. And I think it was, I think free company people got, I think Dario got one and Kohedi got the other. Oh, that's nice. Yeah. So, um, we'll get back in there. All right. 
Oh, Ruby, you have something to announce. Oh, yes. We've got a couple of collaborations coming up. Uh, first one, uh, we are going to be on Work to Game. Well, I will be on Work to Game. That's on their YouTube channel, and we're going to be doing that during the keynote address. Uh, we will be joined with Moogle Go Rounds Chili. Uh, so that's going to be Friday, March 22nd. That's soon. Uh, I'm hoping to get this episode out like Thursday, Friday. So uh, hopefully you guys are hearing this before we go on. But that's at 6.30 p.m. That's PDT, though. So that's going to be, what, 8.30 our time? Yeah, 8.30 Central. Central. Um, so again, that's on Work to Game's YouTube channel. Uh, check them out. Just go to YouTube and search Work to Game. It's Brian. So it's going to be uh, Brian, myself, and Chili doing that. We'll do. We'll just do the live thing. We'll talk over Yoshida. People will bitch in the chat. It's going to be a fun time. And then also we will be on Moogle Go Round Radio the following week. That's on March 28th at 9 Central. I believe that's going to be on their Twitch channel, which is uh, Twitch TV slash Moogle Go Round Radio, and that will be uh, that'll be a good time. We're going to be talking about the news from the live letter, the news from the keynote. We'll be talking about how there's no male Vieras. We'll be talking about how there's only two <laughs> jobs, and Yoshida's getting all the money from the Mog Station, and only gave us two jobs, but an additional raise nobody asked for. It's going to be a good time. It's going to be a great time. Well, oh, hopefully, wait, I we eat should, my we words. Have the patch to talk about too. Oh yeah, well, the patch. Be out by then, and right? okay, so like, I don't know. Do you, do you want to talk about this here? But I just find it very odd. I mean, we've got a patch date announcement, and that patch date is next week. On Tuesday, what is that? The twenty fifth. What does that fall 26. on? Twenty sixth. And um, it just seems odd that they're going to do a fucking live letter before that. I just find that very strange in the timing. That what the hell are they going to talk about? I just well, I don't and understand. I, th- I thought that part of the reason they didn't want to show us the final trailer was it would have maybe spoilers in it. I guess so. Maybe they'll show the... us like five new jobs and six new races at Tokyo <laughs> Fan Fest, and they'll just have a lot of stuff to talk about. We shall see. We'll see. A new we'll limited see. job. <laughs> but that's that's the new stuff. I, digressing from you know our shit talking. Yeah. We've got some cool collabs coming up, so stay tuned. We'll be tweeting this stuff out as it goes, so stay tuned to us. Um, and I'm sure we'll be posting the stuff on our website. All right. You can shoot the shit with us. Come to the website, www.gtffxav.com. Let us know what you've been up to in the comments section. All right, let us, we got, I guess we got news. First round is news. Uh, There's a maintenance note, reminder, the EU data center expansion, that maintenance is coming up April 1st and 2nd. And then I think they they said that they're going to have, let's see, certain features on the companion app are going to work, other things that connect to the game. So all EU worlds are going to be down from April 1st, 3 a.m. to April 2nd, 3 a.m. And completion time is subject to... It's, it's happening, guys. <laughs> it's it's happening. Mm-hmm. Going to get a new data center. I hope, that ca- I hope that fixes a lot of our congestion problems. Yeah, it'll probably cause newer problems but we'll we'll see how Mm. that goes we've got you know it's it's all good stuff i'm not trying to be negative nancy here it's going to be good stuff because congestion problems should be (laughs) uh a little better uh we will have 
the wonderful cross world stuff before terribly long. And then, um, you know, well, the market fluctuation things will be happening before terribly long. So we'll, we'll see. I mean, fingers crossed. Hopefully these are, these are all good steps. All right. Then the Wolf's Den 9, the EU PVP stream archive, that is now up. It's the ninth episode of the EU community team's PVP, st- PVP stream, uh, the Wolf's Den. So that's archived, ready to go. You can check it out. I did not watch this, but Mm-mm. no one should be surprised with that. <laughs> I'm, sure, I'm sure they were fantastic. I just don't usually We will stream it. our own championship. <laughs> with blackjack and hookers. <laughs> It may not be on Twitch very long. They'll yank us in the first five minutes. (laughs) All right. Then they have a topic. Join us at PAX East 2019. So right after Fan Festival Tokyo, they're going to be going to Boston for PAX East. It's going to be Thursday, March 28th through Sunday, March 31st. From The expo hours are 10 a.m. to 6 p.m. That's EDT Eastern Time. They're going to have a booth, and the booth is going to be open the whole time. So show up and do the Seriu Battle Challenge. Earn yourself a t-shirt. Oh, and they're bringing the Aetherite. They're bringing the Kugane-themed Aetherite. Yeah, I'm I'm tired. That thing was awesome. I am tired of paying for flights to Massachusetts, so (laughs) I need to to attune to this crystal. They're also going to have uh, copies of the Gold Saucer Cackpot Party, it looks like. It's going to be on sale, and they're going to have some station set up so you can try. I ordered that. I drunk ordered this oh, last week. Oh, good, good. Right, yeah, it's shipped. So now, mind you, it was so flooded here the last week that no one could get to our house, but it'll, it'll arrive eventually. All right, they're giving away foam dark knight swords at Ooh. the booth, and uh, they got some lanyards. It looks like too. Oh, I like. <laughs> yeah, nice. I like all of this. Hey, and if you are in the Boston area. Go to Chinatown and go to Q Hot Pot Restaurant. It's amazing. It's I don't time. even know what a hot pot is. Oh, it's so good. They put the broth on the table in front of you. It's like a little burner in between you, mm. like the two seats. They cook the broth. You order the meat. You put the meat in there. You take it out. And you just you just eating meat. It's just uh, it's I vegetables. Do like meat. Yeah, we all like the meat. <laughs> All right, Duty Commenced Episode 28 Archive. That's available. I actually not only watched this, I was there. They, the lovely ladies were over on Excalibur, and I actually got into their stereo clear. Oh. I did. I, I, I queued in really fast and did the normal mode, and then I didn't feel right trying to stick around and going for the extreme mode. But, uh, yeah, they cleared. And then uh, I think they did some other stuff. So you're on the broadcast that. here? I did yeah, not know Yeah, my, my Lollafell's oh my on. God, let's my see. My Lollafell's on there. I'm, I'm fast forward. <laughs> let's see I'm hanging out on my fat cat by the Aetherite, so. I see a wipe. No, wait. That's, you that's You're not in that group. Okay. I'm, I'm not in the wipe. I'm not in the wipe. <laughs> no, right, they did see. good, though. It's hard to take a pug in, right? Oh, I see Spoonie. Mm, Spoonie was in there. Yep. Yep. Very cool. Very cool. Yeah. No, it was a good time. They were they were uh, they were a lot of fun to watch and interact with, and and it was it was just it was just fun. Oh yeah, this must be their EX one because I just skipped ahead. I'm on the easy one, <laughs> but it was fun and it was. Uh, they gave away some prizes. Uh, they had some trouble with the green. The, the chocobo clock was picking up the green screen, so it looked like it was transparent. It looks like a ghost clock. Oh, weird! It was pretty funny. <laughs> so you can go watch the uh, archived episode. 
All right, we have updated details for the Fan Festival 2019 in Tokyo. They have, oh, viewing the stage events. They've got main stage, secondary stage, English commentary links. The English is going to be the official Square Enix Twitch channel. We've talked about that before. Mm-hmm. And the English commentary is going to cover the keynote on day one, the letter from the producer live day two, and the development panel. So we will have the ability to understand those in English. The good stuff. So, uh-huh, uh-huh. I'm excited. I'm really looking forward to this uh the keynote on March twenty second. That is, oh shit, that's Friday. I mean, it's coming. This we it's, it's by, practically here by the end of this week. <laughs> by the time you listener are listening to this episode, it has is about to happen or has already just happened. And um, again, let's you know for the sake of stretching this thing out and for the sake of talking about the keynote. <laughs> Speculations. What do we think is going to happen during this keynote address? You have heard Yelta and I talk at length, maybe me more so than Yelta, I don't know, that based on hints and leaks and those kind of things, we will be getting one additional job. We think People think we're getting Dancer. And, and Dancer is the one that has been kicked around a as a healer. And we will be getting... A we know about Viera, but Viera being only female locked, and that uh, Rothgar is the name of the male job that's coming, and it'll male be race, yeah, uh, it'll be male race, correct? Uh, that'll be like a lion looking, like a like a big cat. Uh, so beyond that, we don't know anything else. We don't know any other leaks, um, and it, those may not even be true. They could be complete red herrings. Uh, it could be just uh, false information to, to throw us off so they can throw stuff out there. We've talked about they've said multiple new jobs. Two, I guess, technically is a multiple, but we would like to see. Oh, but then all the people saying that they're counting Blue Mage, so that makes it three. But see, it shouldn't. And we've, I know it shouldn't. We've talked about that saying. too. And, yeah. and it's, it's, it's one of those things like when you go and you look up the stuff for the pa- – like you go to the special site for patch 4.5X, right? Blue Mage is listed in the special side. You can't have both. You can't call Blue Mage 5.0 and 4.0. It's it's not right. Unless they have another limited job that they're not talking about. Unless Beastmaster is going to be announced. I just don't think people are going to be happy with another limited job. I I would uh I would take a limited job if it's, you know, if it's interesting. I think I'll it will be something it. else to do. I, I'll take it. Uh, you know, I I enjoyed Blue Mage for what it is and I think another limited job rolled out either with the expansion or soon after wouldn't be a wouldn't be a bad thing however i think they have to spice it up and give something for limited jobs to do that's really kind of the caveat i have there i mean are they going to make another for if if we kick around the idea of them doing beastmaster or puppet master for that matter are they going to make another uh uh what's it's called carnival for for that limited job it's just seems like weird to put the resources toward a private mm-hmm. content for one job. And so each new limited job gets their own private content. Well, see, but that just leads into what they usually do. You're going to go fight animals and get animal pets. And yeah, what, dead on arrival content? With, with uh, stabbing versus striking versus slashing or whatever. And that'll be your reskinned content. That's what I'm afraid of. Mm. You know, People are already not going to be happy. 
if there's only two jobs, there's a lot of people who won't be happy there. People are not going to be happy with no male Vieira. You know, people are not going to be happy probably for a lot of things. So I'm kind of curious how many, well, and this is going on. People are already talking about watching this together mm-hmm. since it is at a good time. You're going to be, you know, watching it live and discussing it. And a lot of people in the free company across where link shells have been talking about, should we all sit and watch these things together? Mm, you're right. Cause this is not at the ass crack of dawn. Like usual, mm-hmm. we, we will be able, we'll be able to uh, be up. Our blood will be pumping. And uh, I I feel like the the chat the Twitch chat will let it be known. That's another reason mm-hmm. I believe that they save quote unquote the best for last and save Japan for last. Not necessarily saving the best for last, but I think culturally they're less likely to get tomatoes thrown at them at a Japanese <laughs> convention than they are at a North American convention. Less booze is what I mean. I mean that silence was deafening. Uh, we, yeah, well, the silence. Yeah, we and we weren't even drinking yet. So, yeah, no, not booze, booze. I got what you're saying. No, see, we didn't. The silence was deafening, and I still, it still was a surreal moment for me. At least two different things you talked about that morning, where like a bunch of us kind of just like squint, looking, squinting our eyes to see if we read the read the slide right, and then like looking at our neighbors and being like, what? And then, you know, it just, I don't know. It wasn't the kind of suspense I wanted. You know, like when they tell you something's limited and they're like, wait for the live letter the next day and we'll tell you more. It's like, oh, that's this is more uneasiness than it is. Like, it's, mm-hmm. it's, it was, uh, well, it's not the cool. But I tried kind. to be positive. A lot of people tried to be positive, see how it would play out. You know, I don't know. So what what else are you suspecting? Uh, so we've got opening ceremony. We've got Nokia's room. Naoki's room. Sorry, Nokia's room. <laughs> it's a cell phone room. Um, we've got Yoshida's room. Um, these are these are pretty normal things. And then going through co- costume, uh, cosplay, piano. Skipping ahead, going to the live letter. And this is kind of what I was alluding to at the beginning and maybe to talk more in depth about this. We're getting a patch next week. We get a live letter this weekend. Live letters are not talking about 5.0. They're talking about current stuff. What the fuck will they talk about in a live letter? And in conjunction with the keynote and this live letter, how much uh, Shadowbringer stuff can they talk about knowing that in four days, three days, there's going to be the second half of of the 4.5 patch and that they're not supposed to be spoiling anything. Do you think that they're going to just straight up spoil shit for people? Or do you think that they will use that as an opportunity to hold back information? Uh, If they use that as a, as a means to hold back information, then they are deliberately like, this is like a, it's like a, it's like a fog of war, right? It's like a, it's a, it's an, a way that they can hold back "quote unquote" information that may or may not exist. What do you think? Hmm. I'd be interested in what our, our listeners think, but I, I keep, I have, I have this vision in my head of if they had showed us Heaven's Word trailers that included the Sultana being poisoned, but showed us two days before that patch dropped where it happened. That wouldn't have floated. Uh-uh. Right? I don't know. 
I'm trying to I'm trying to think back, you know, and what 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 were they teasing us with storyline wise, but wouldn't be a spoiler. Maybe they're just going to go down the list like the patch notes. You're going to have Beast Tribe, new Beast Tribe dailies here, and maybe they'll show some slides of the rewards, mm. and maybe they'll talk about the Hildebrand stuff and some slides, and maybe they'll talk. Maybe they'll talk about. I don't know. They wanted a whole thing to talk about. Well, no, this would be about the patch. So maybe there's no Blue Mage stuff in the new, next patch. There's no. I don't know. I don't know. There's what is in the next patch? There's story. Hildebrand. Hildebrand, and Beast Tribe. Right. Right. That is correct. So what else are they going to talk about? Maybe the they well they don't usually talk about upcoming. Um, I don't know. It's an hour and a half long. It's an hour and a half long. Unless they throw, I can't imagine them throwing us a lot of gear and so having a a spring fashion show or something. You know what I mean? The stuff they haven't been doing. Yeah, and which is sad because it's stuff I kind of missed, right? These screenshots before patches aren't doing it for me. I I liked it better when they would have a two-minute video of different characters running around in the different outfits and posing and whatnot. And I don't know. I mean, I guess... I don't know what they're going to talk about for an hour. I guess in general, I mean, even including the keynote, in general, the stuff they could be talking about. We haven't seen dwarves. No, no, that's true. So we could be seeing dwarves. Um, there could be some new zones that they show. I guess I'm backtracking. But the, but the live letter doesn't tend to be... It's not going to be 5.0 centric, centric yeah. the live letter. Um, so, you know, the the few things that we're able to stretch out here on the podcast that we can... They're filling for a keynote an hour and a half, and then they have to fill for a live letter an hour and a half without breaking any spoilers... For the upcoming patch. And mind you, some of the spoilers, you know, like if you had known about the Sultana uh, for for the keynote, uh, our, our previous keynote, like that would that would really have spoiled stuff. And you, you just can't you just can't do that. So, you know, like the culmination here, we can't know if we if we kill rekill um, what's his doodle. Mm-hmm. And um we, we, there's just so much that they could be – that they would have to hold back. And my fear is that when you say like we can't tell you, there's that bluff like in poker. Like I I could have a straight. I could have a flush and I could have a bunch of shit and mm-hmm. you don't know. But we can't tell you because the patch comes out in a couple of days. Sorry, folks. Yeah. Yeah. And they, they, there's, there's gotta be, I'm assuming plot points they can't show us. Even, even Hildebrand of the Beast Tribe dailies, you, I wouldn't want them to spoil stuff. Right. I don't know. I don't know. We'll just have to wait and see, I guess. Look forward to it, right? Please look forward to it. <laughs> but they're gonna do other stuff at, at the fan festival. So, you know, maybe they're not gonna do an hour and a half live letter. Maybe they're not going to do an. I mean, the keynote's not usually two hours or, or anything. Technical difficulties. Can, well, no, but you can say a lot of shit in an hour. Maybe that you know. Maybe they'll show us the world visit slides expanded. The arrows are really big this time. Mm-hmm. Now with more arrows. <laughs> this one's for Yelton. Uh, I'm actually. I'm actually looking forward uh, to. 
to world visits. So last night we were doing stuff with our friend Yvonne Leviathan. She's Leviathan, right? Uh-huh. I don't uh-huh. remember. Um, but yeah, we were doing stuff with her and it'd be like nice if we could like hang out with her outside of queuing up together. Yeah, it's been a good time. I was so happy there was a spot for her on the Yacht Cross World Link shell. They need to expand that shit, by the way. Oh, we just got through talking about, like, it just doesn't make sense how they have the Cross World Link shells and the Link shells, which are supposed to be chat channels, which should be bigger than the free companies, which tend to be huge, but free companies, guilds, should be intimate. More intimate. I don't mind the size of the free company, but... No, and that's the way we're using them anyway. I feel, yeah, so, I don't know. I, I do understand there's probably technical reasons they're scared to make the cross-world link shells uh, bigger, so we'll see what happens. Where are we now? Let's see. Let's go on to something else. They are recommencing the automatic demolition on Aether and Primal data centers. Mm-hmm. So, be on the lookout. Late April 2019... They have. They're not announcing the actual date yet because it's uh, also with it's patch four point five seven. I'm not going to read all this to you people, but it, the demolition counter will start, and it's going to be the same rules. So if you've got a house, go visit. I I visit mine now, even though I know the timer isn't ticking. Yeah, me too. Right? Do you? T- do you, I? I, I just I, had I, a like fear. Once a week, I make sure I go. My, just out of fear. Yeah. So. uh the auto demolition timer will resume from the time that was remaining as of Wednesday, October 24th, 2018 at 1 a.m. PDT. So the timer's resuming at what it was before. It's not starting over, it sounds like. So if you were like, you only had two hours left to check into your house, that timer's going to resume and you got to get in there and do it. And I know it's a terrible system, but if it's important to you, you need to somehow make time to do it and uh they're going to send us emails to the registered email addresses of all free company estate owners and their free company members as well as private estate owners so do check your spam folders uh try to remember what email address you used when uh when setting up your account uh you they tell there's a slide here on confirming time until auto demolition so if you haven't entered your estate in 30 days the status under the estate tab of the timers window will indicate the estate is being prepared for auto demolition and denote the number of days remaining. So it's also not an exact time. They strongly urge us to go into our estates at that time because that's it's 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 too big of a deal to lose your house. It's huge. It really people is. People are still looking for houses. What? People are still looking for houses. Like we had two people oh, yeah. in our free Somebody's... company chat uh, on Discord. They're like, if you see this house, let us know because we're looking for an upgrade or we're looking to finally get one. It's a big deal. Yep. It definitely is a big deal. People want housing and the, the system sucks, but this is the this is the system we have. So we have to make it work. All right, let's see. Oh, I'm saving the best for last, I guess. We already kind of hit a lot of this stuff in here. Uh, maybe we should have talked about this first. Patch 4.5, a Requiem for Heroes of the special site was updated, but again, there's not that much in it. it now, it's good stuff. It's exciting stuff. I'm excited, especially for storyline to wrap up, right? Mm-hmm. That is the best stuff. But uh, this this web page has two things updated. One is main scenario. 
It is the Wrecking for Heroes Part 2. We have uh, two new pictures, including a crying Lalafell, and I never like a picture of a crying mm-hmm. Lalafell. Not this beautiful... Makes me sad. Beautiful Tataru. Makes me sad. In her old getup. Yep. Yeah, well, she's she, the, she's wrapped up her business over there is the way it, the last patch mm-hmm. made it sound, right? So, all right. And then we also have a note about... Oh, my God, why am I scrolling? Even further Hildebrand Adventures, side story quests. This should be the resolution of that. There's a baby involved. Okay. Just looking at the pictures now. And then uh, the Stormblood Beast Tribe quests. I was worried for some reason they were not going to put a bow on it, but they are. Uh, we have, we're going to have a spectacular tale from the Far East where the Anata, Kojin, and Namazu will meet at last. So that's... I'm actually looking really forward yeah. to that. Hopefully some evil dude shows up and causes shit. Well, it was the same evil dude the last time, which I'm not even going to mind if they just do that yeah, again. But it's worth it. Yeah, it's fun. I think. I th- All right, and that's that's it for the. I think stuff. that lo- that oh. little baby. I'm looking at this finally, and it it looks like baby Hildebrand. Looks like a flashback to me. What do you think? Yeah, I don't know, because that looks like Daddy, mm-hmm. but he's not. Is he gray? He's gray now. He's so he's gray, yeah, right? This, yeah, so that could be a flashback. Could be a flashback there. Could be a flashback because it's also kind of like in black and white or sepia, sepia mm-hmm. tones. That's how all my memories are in sepia. Yeah, when I when I think back, it all turns into sepia. <laughs> uh, I look forward to those two. Not not every Hildebrand quest really tickles me, but uh, it's at least something to do. <laughs> I think I saw a uh, a post on the shit post. It might have been on the regular Reddit. Uh, that said, <laughs> how can you? Sometimes, sometimes you can't tell them apart. Uh, I saw one about ice mages today that I could not tell apart. Uh, but this one, oh. this one was about. I hope the first, the first quest in Shadowbringers is go talk to Minfilia in the Waking Sands. Oh my God, that would kill me. I would love it, honestly, at some level. <laughs> <laughs> but not keep doing it. They have learned a lot of lessons. You gotta, you gotta admit, they have learned a lot of lessons about what we'll put up with. And, you know, and, and much like other Final Fantasy games through the years, they have discovered that if I walk all the way and fight all my way through a temple, through the forest, through the woods, to the, you know, boss, and I fight him, you don't have to make me walk all the way back for story reasons. Right? They've done a lot more of that, and you can continue right from here. You don't have to go back to the mm-hmm. one. You know, waking sands or whatever. So, you know, they've, they've, they've actually <laughs> made that happen. They, they, they can give you information from a nearby NPC or a Link Pearl versus having to go back for pretty much no reason. Now, for storyline reasons, there have been reasons to go back to Menphilia's office. Right. right. There's like an a Realm Reborn quest that I've done a few times now, and every time I, it just makes me very sad. But you have to go back there to tell that part of the story, you know. But um, I don't know. They've gotten better about kind of streamlining that kind of stuff. And people are begging no more, no more fetch quests for unlocking 24 mans. I guess I can kind of understand that. 
boy. All right, let's see. What's on tap? Developer's blog and tracker. We've got some developer's blogs. We've got two. The first one is Lighting Up Mardi Gras. And there was a float. There was a float with the moogles and cactars and, and bombs. It's very cute. Yeah. So this uh, this was, let me see. Uh, it, this was in Sydney, Australia. The 41st Sydney Gay and Lesbian Mardi Gras Parade took place this past Saturday, March 2nd. Participants sported vibrant and colorful outfits as they livened up the major streets of Sydney during one of the largest LGBT pride parades in the world. Now, why when I click on these pictures, do they not get bigger? I want to see that bigger, but okay. The float is adorable. <laughs> I think that's really cute. And uh, it looks like there's a big crowd. Very nice. Some cosplayers. So, looks good. Mm-hmm. So the, these guys are carrying a banner, the Final Fantasy XIV and Sydney Gamers, an eternal bond. <laughs> eternal bond. That's eternal bond. It's cute. It looks it looks awesome. I, it's it's nice that they collaborate with uh, people doing stuff like that. It's very nice. Very cool. All right, and then this is a long one, so I'm not going to read it all. But more than fourteen Valentines. So they. They, uh, Yoshida recently posted a blog highlighting Valentine's Day and White Day in Japan. It's very different than what we have here in America. And uh, they, this was White Day in Japan, so a day where they return our favors to those who sent us gifts on Valentine's Day. So he's dedicating this post to a thank you for the Valentine's Day gift on behalf of the characters that appear in Final Fantasy XIV. So... They they got quite the spread here of uh, treats and tokens and so many gifts. They got tons of chocolates. I could use some chocolates. Uh, and they and there were beautiful letters. <laughs> Thanks to the efforts of the project management team, letters addressed to specific characters were labeled with a sticky note, so the dev team could personally take a look. This is a sweet idea. This is, yeah. I'm reading down. Papa Sean got some, and Telegi Adelegi got <laughs> gifts. Really? I gave them to Telegi Adelegi? Okay. Apparently, elder Lalafell characters are unexpectedly popular. Uh, I can imagine. Ah, <laughs> oh, so that looks really cute. Really cool. Apparently, the battle over the sweets was quite a sight. <laughs> <laughs> Yoshida ate them I all. know that, Dad. You should eat them all. I know that uh, different communities in Final Fantasy fourteen are often, you know, putting together thank you cards and books and you know whole projects. Yes. You know, thanking them for their efforts in. Well, this game means a lot to a lot of people more than maybe you know, you know, other games mean to some people. Some maybe too much. I don't know. <laughs> but but we, we we like this game. Some of us have been playing it for a oh, long yeah. time. And especially with uh, the, the the burning down of 1.0 and the you know the new realm reborn, those of us especially who stuck with it, really kind of kind of feel a bit of a bond of being together. An eternal bond. An eternal bond. You know, living through this kind of together and and uh, you know thanking the developers for uh, making a product, making a game that we really enjoy. All right, and there's a tweet here from Final Fantasy XIV EN. 
Our first ever FFXIV fan gathering in Glasgow was amazing, and we were thrilled to meet some of our Scottish Final Fantasy XIV adventurers. Thank you to everyone who attended. Oh, man. This is a Hiroshima I, death, because that's just too soon, guys. Still too soon. It's been like four <laughs> years. Still too soon. <laughs> still too soon. Uh, oh, and then we have cupcakes yeah. with cute... Namazu oh. on the cupcakes, and what... Oh, that's the little minion. The otter, otter. Mm. That's adorable. And they're doing the poses in this third shot. That is cool. Those are the ranger poses. Mostly, oh, yeah. Right? Yeah. Nice. Nice. Oh, fans Fans do love gathering, and they do love uh, getting silly together. Indeed. All right. Happy hour. <laughs> happy hour. We do have, we have, uh, we have a tweet. Adam Ross tweets to us. My two characters are a female Makote and a male Lalafel. So I feel personally attacked by 90% of the content on shitpost XIV. I have gathered together to thank for introducing me to that place, dot, dot, dot. Great podcast, by the way. <laughs> well, now I don't believe you, Adam. <laughs> now I think you're shitposting I, us. Just kidding. I just, I, not everything on shitpost XIV is golden, but some of it is just, I, maybe I have a mean streak in me that I just don't wish to fully, fully, you know, Except, but sometimes the stuff on shitpost XIV is just like, oh yeah, man, yeah. you cut right to the heart. Of I know I'm a bastard, so I I, <laughs> I I read some things on there and I I giggle. Yeah, there's some things that are a little off color, but then there's there's a couple of things that I read that I'm like, <laughs> and again, I read one today. We were go- we were going out, and I'm sitting passenger seat, so I'm I'm reading it on my phone, and it was about an ice mage. And it was a, it was a letter that says I got kicked from a party today. I have been, I, I'm a Lalafell black mage, and I do ice mage consistently. I don't do fire, and it works for me. It saves me MP. I don't have any issues with it, and most parties don't mind. I know I don't do as much DPS, but only 5% of people I've I've interacted, and they use that percentage, only 5% of people have ever said anything to me in all my time, and I don't have a problem, and today I was kicked, and then I joined another party, and they made mention, and I tried adding Fire 3 to my rotation, and I was kicked again, and I don't understand uh, what's the deal. So then, of course, the comments were... Holy shit, great post. I make mean, because they think it's a shit post. And somebody mm. said, I really had to check to see if this was the, the real right. one or if it was shit post, which means it's, it's top tier sheer post, shit posting. Uh, oh, and the author shit. said, I actually stole this from the, the main forums. It, it was a, it was a legitimate. Now, I don't know if that's true or not, but he said it was a legitimate mm. post. And I, I giggled at the fire three thing as if just throwing fire three in there. I think he even mentioned something about like how it fire four and blizzard four did practically the same damage. So you might as well do blizzard four instead of fire four. And I'm just just ice mage it up. Thinking, really? Really? I don't even black mage all that much. And I'm like, what? This is like that. This is what happens when you can't have a person. This, this can't be right. <laughs> This can't be right. I've I've licked my finger before I'd done black mage. This cannot be right. 
So yeah, it's out there. Glad we introduced you, Adam, to to the the world of the shit post. It's not always the the happiest place in the world, but neither is fourteen. So you know, choose your poison. <laughs> uh, yeah, it occasionally just warms the evil cockles of my heart. <laughs> it's just there's, I don't know. Sometimes I think it's like that's unfair. <laughs> Uh, GTFFXIV with your hosts Ursula and Jafar. You're evil. <laughs> you know, the funny part of that is I actually have uh, gauged Ursula. Oh, nice. Big, big, giant purple and black tentacles in my ear. It's They're pretty amazing. Ulf got them for me. Scar's song is my favorite from uh, 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 The Lion King. So I love The Lion King. I love Jeremy Irons' oh my voice, God. too. Great villain. Mm-hmm. We we do like our villains, mm-hmm. I guess. All right, we do also love huge long emails from people when we cry too much about no one emailing us. So thank you, Ely. <laughs> so uh, we we apparently cried too much that we didn't get any emails. So we have this one, and we thank you, uh, dear Ruby and Yelta. Every time you joke, no one listens to us. I die a little inside because I want to shout, "Me, you have me." This is my second fan letter, the first being back in 2016. But if I were to truly be truly vocal about my appreciation for your podcast, I would write a letter for every episode. That, that'd be nice, but that's okay. You don't have to. All right. I have been following you both since even before GTFFXAV's creation and have been an active listener ever since. Your organization, professionalism, great sense of humor, and co-host chemistry allows us to feel like we are indeed gathered together in the same space, laughing or crying while chatting about Final Fantasy XIV. I can always count on you two to deliver informative, valuable news while keeping the discussion productive and interesting. You never waffle back and forth or become negative Nancys who bellyache about everything, which I find... Some tend to do and quickly become obnoxious. Even when you express disagreement or displeasure, you always consider various viewpoints and offer constructive criticism. I think this sets you apart from many Final Fantasy XIV content creators. As for more specific feedback, I thought I'd offer my two cents on Yoshi P's answer to the Blue Mage interview question two episodes back. I think this was a case of, you're damned if you do, you're damned if you don't. If he had answered either way, his answer would have been taken as incendiary. If he had said that the community's reaction was exactly what he expected and intended, it could spark a loss of trust among the player base. As if he had betrayed us. If he had said he was not what he expected, it could destroy morale and hope for the development and future health of the game. Overall, it was likely safer to err on the side of ambiguity. All right. Thank you. Knowing that the community would probably overanalyze his words. Yeah, he's met us. He knows. Uh, Furthermore, I don't think he was trying to deliberately leave it to our interpretation. It's just that the Japanese is an implicit language by nature. As a Japanese speaker, I found no issue with this. I understand that to Western audiences, it can be frustrating. As an aside, please let me know if you'd like any help translating upcoming Tokyo keynote. The only thing that's happening at the same time is my baby's bedtime routine. <gasps> Babies. So I would love, uh, I would have to watch the stream after he goes to bed. Let me know. Once again, thank you, Ruby and Yelta, for all you do for this community and for being your likable, laid-back selves. Your hard work and dedication really show themselves in the quality of your podcast, and I look forward to an episode every week. They are the highlight of my day. Ruby, congratulations on your new job and give Bean a hug for me. Yelta, please stay warm and safe from the storm. 
Ellen Iba at Excalibur. P.S. Though it's too early to talk about the next NA Fan Fest, I hope to see you guys again. Aww. We hope so too. And thank you so much for this email. I, 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 you really, you really confirm that we're hitting the spot I was hoping we're hitting. The whole like, you, you are listening and in, in this gathering with us and. It's, it's nice to hear. So, and I agree totally with the Blue Mage stuff. Uh, he, I think he did the best he could, and he, the answer he had to give was, "We knew not everyone was going to be happy, and that's kind of what we expected." So, yeah, you 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 hit it right on the head. I think with the whole balanced, he he really was walking kind of a fine line between he doesn't know what we want, or he doesn't care, or I don't know. Yeah. Uh, Ellie, thank you. Uh, Ellie's son and my son are close in age. Hers is just a little bit older. So I check in with Ellie periodically and say, how's your son doing? And his, what's he, is he walking? Is he talking yet? What's he, what's he doing? I I need a, a little crystal ball into what's going to happen next. (laughs) Be sure to compare your children. Yes, exactly. No, we've even had that talk. It's like how you don't compare children because you know, somebody, some kid Mm -hmm. might do something one way and some kid might do it a little differently. And every, every kid is different. You you don't gauge their development on, on somebody else's child. But still you gauge their development. But you still do it because you're (laughs) a fucking human being and you're still going to compare everything. Because you're a parent and you worry. Exactly. But you know, uh, Ellie's been a great friend. We met her not at the last fan fest, but the previous one, I believe it was, uh, we got to talk to her, I think it was just before the, it was either the piano concert or the primals concert. Um, and, um, it's just it's cool hanging out with people like putting names with faces and being able to see uh fans and friends so that's awesome and thank you for the extensive email again i also agree that for the japanese audiences maybe it's a little clearer to them or because of the language slash culture it makes more sense not to put everything on the table you know for us it's almost like we don't want a business deal we want to flat out we want to know what's what's what. You're going to tell me what what we're going to expect in the next patch, and that's where that might be different in business, where you you don't necessarily put all your cards on the table, and there, there's some things we, that's not really what we expect from our developers. But we're different. We're a different culture, and so that's why I kind of go back to why maybe they saved the last FinFest for Japan because. For us, it may not be we're expecting more and more and more. We're greedy bastards here, but for them, <laughs> Americans, we're needy yeah, exactly. As fuck. And but for but for the Japanese audience, it may hit the spot, you know. And it may also be nice for Yoshida to the, the final lap to be at home, you know. Like he gets, mm-hmm. it's probably not too far of a, a flight slash drive or what have you to get back to the house you know once all this stuff is over with it's nice to finish up there so maybe it's more refreshing for them to do it at the end in japan and um maybe it just leads to a better venue for them anyway so uh all in all i know i probably sounded pretty negative on this episode going up to it but that's just to spice up things um going into the fan fest because i don't know what to expect i hope that we get a lot of good news i hope that um we get a lot of cool information and that our our whistles are wetted and we just i i don't know man i i want to be very hopeful for Shadowbringers and go expecting a lot of cool stuff you know and it's going to be we're going to get five full patches we're six really i guess with the zero and then the, the next five of just a lot of cool shit and 
I I want to be open minded and and hopeful. I just know from what little bit that has kind of snuck out, if it's true, it's also going to be interesting to see what the audience, how the audience receives what news we get this weekend. But um, you can you can watch it live with us and then listen again next week when we're on Moogle Go Round Radio. When we super overanalyze every inflection of tone and every chosen word and... We'll freak out about it for six months. and Absolutely. And then we'll get Ellie involved <sighs> to translate everything for us. Ellie, stay tuned. All right. I think we're done, man. Woo. That was good. Whew. That's, that was good. That's good. All right. Then it must be closing time. You don't have to go home, but you can't stay here. You can find links to all of our episodes and blog posts on our website, gtffxav.com. While you're there, leave us a comment. And if you'd like to, you can support us by clicking the donation button. You can find... Actually, it's the patron, bu- patron, patron button right now. We have two. We have, we have both? <gasps> yes. We're that greedy. No. <laughs> Thank you for everyone who has donated. We really, really appreciate it. Uh, you can find us on Twitter at gtffxiv. Email us at gtffxiv at gmail.com. Please rate us. And uh, Ruby, personal plug. Yes, you can find me on Twitter at Rubicon Vale, R-U-B-I-C-O-N-V-A-L-E. And you can find me on Twitter at Yelta Sumasu, Y-E-L-T-A-S-U-M-A-S-U. As always, thanks for listening, and we will catch you next time. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. This is this is gonna this is like a one of those uh, anime filler episodes before the real meat. I don't know what's in the next patch, and I'm still a little bit leery about the whole chopping the patches up so much. There could be some kind of thing that like Minfilia does something at the end, and so it's like, oh, that's where we see that the mother crystal, you know, shits out baby Minfilia.